Hi, I'm Susan Foch, and when I was 18 years old, I launched a national nonprofit organization out of my freshman college dorm room. Now, with almost a decade of experience under my belt, I'm here to teach you my tried and true tips and tricks for running your own nonprofit or social enterprise and how to build it from the ground up. You're listening to this podcast because you're ready to make a difference in this world. I see you, I hear you, and I'm ready to help you. Now let's make an impact together. You're listening to the Make an Impact podcast, episode 14. I'm obsessed with all things productivity, efficiency, and multitasking when the activity actually calls for it. Like any other nonprofit person or business owner, my calendar looks absolutely outrageous, and for a long time, so did my to-do list. And this method is something that I've been honing pretty much since my later years of college, and it's honestly kind of a game changer that I don't think anyone does. My favorite productivity hack is actually to give your to-do list the old heave-ho, throw it on out, and implement all of it into your calendar. I'll walk you through the process of how to actually do this effectively, but what I like about it is that, well, number one, it eliminates the amount of notes that you have open in your phone or post-it notes or random scraps of paper that you have all around the house and maybe jammed into your paper planner if you still have one. It also allows you to rearrange things in your life based off of your priorities, the exact things that you need to hit that day, the goals that you have coming up, and how you're going to achieve certain tasks, plan them out, and then also, and probably most importantly, it allows you to really see where your time is going and on what tasks so that when someone comes at you with a new idea, opportunity, asking you to volunteer, make some cookies for a bake sale, lead another Zoom call, whatever it is, you can very easily look at your calendar and know if you actually and very legitimately have time to put it in there. It makes saying no to things a lot easier because if you're like me, then you used to get in the really kind of bad habit of just saying yes to everything. Like, need me to be on this meeting? Yes, I'm there. Like, need me to volunteer for this thing? Yes, I'm there. Want me to speak at this event? Yep, I'm there. I like sometimes wouldn't even look at my calendar and I would just say, yes, of course, I absolutely want to do it because I feel like I can't say no to any opportunity while I'm growing and, you know, and doing all these things. And that's super harmful. You get burnt out super, super fast. And this method really, really helps me with that. So let's dive on in and I will explain to you my favorite productivity hack, which is all about your handy dandy calendar and saying F it to your to-do list. Running a business, working your nonprofit, or just simply making an impact takes a lot of energy, which means you need the drink of champions, coffee. Specifically, you need Door County Coffee, a gourmet coffee roastery on a mission to bring you the best coffee on the planet. And that isn't hard when they only roast the top 2% of Arabica beans grown in the entire world. Try any of their medium or dark roasts, like my personal favorite, the Heroes Blend. Or you can try one of their almost 100 delicious flavors like Highlander Grog, Frosted Cinnamon Buns, or Vanilla Creme Brulee. 
They ship all across the country, so try your first pot today by going to DoorCountyCoffee.com and using the code IMPACT for 15% off your order. That's I-M-P-A-C-T for 15% off at DoorCountyCoffee.com. And get caffeinated today. So like I said earlier, I first started doing this method and adopting this into my new everyday life in my last like two years, I would say, of college. And it was because I read an article that said to-do lists were actually very ineffective in business and your everyday life. And you're going to keep yourself in a cycle of just like perpetual looking at a bunch of stuff you have to do and it's going to keep looking overwhelming and daunting and you're always going to feel like you have this list that's never going to get accomplished because you're always adding things as the same amount of time if not faster than you're crossing things off and while I am not negating the beautiful feeling it is to cross something off your to-do list holy bananas is that cathartic it still can just feel really overwhelming and daunting and be anxiety inducing when you look at it right? Number two, if you're like me, then you also spent so much like a stupid amount of time rewriting said list. Like things would go on random post-it notes, things would go in like the corner margins of my planner. I would text my mom random things that I had to do. I would use my notes app. Like they were in all these different places. So then I would come together and I'm like, I'm going to write it down in one nice like color coded with my pretty pen you know, the one that like glides so beautifully. Do you know what pen I'm talking about? The one that just makes you feel good about life. And then I'm spending like 20 minutes compiling all the tiny notes that I already had <laughs> written down once into a nicer note. And then at some point that list becomes so crossed out and so garbage looking that you can't even tell you know, what's cross off, what's not. So then you rewrite it again. So it looks nicer without all the cross off things and all the chicken scratch. And you're like, oh my goodness gracious. Like I have to make the cycle stop. So I started doing this thing where I just started implementing every single thing I had to do on my to-do list down to the, I need to get my laundry done in my calendar. I'm a huge fan of Google calendar. It is my, that is my third love language. Dr. Jerry, Gary Chapman did not <laughs> write that one into his book, but wow, Google Calendar invites are absolutely my love language. Uh, if you're friends with me, you know that I honestly will even send you a Google Calendar invite if we're like grabbing dinner together because I'm kind of that nerdy and kind of that neurotic about my calendar, but it's how I can live and balance my entire life between work and friends and family and relaxing and the whole kit and caboodle. Not necessarily because I'm like a weird level of type A, but I can also make sure that I'm planning enough time into my calendar for the people in my life that I love and that I care about without, you know, and making sure that that time is really intentional and really good quality time when I do get to be with them, which I'm not perfect at, but I'm always trying and striving to, to be more intentional with the quality time I spend with people. And so scheduling that into my calendar really helps because then I'm not worrying about 12,000 other things that I have to be doing. So that's where this method started. And basically the end result is that my life just moves a lot easier and the flow is a lot nicer when I know exactly what my week is looking like, how many things I'm going to get done, what I'm getting done and what I'm focusing on. Honestly, like aggressively for the next month, up to the next like six months. Like if someone asks me to do something like eight months from now, I can probably tell you like <laughs> where I'm at, where I'm going to be, <laughs> what's on, what's on my plate at that point. 
it's a little much, but I need that organization for my life. And if you're listening to this episode, it's probably because you do too. So here's what I want you to do first. Grab your to-do list, whatever you have right now, if it's in a legal pad, if it's in a notebook, if it's in the notes app on your phone, post-it notes, whatever, Uh, grab all of them, compile them into one nice area, one nice list, okay? And then take a blank sheet of paper and write down everything else in your head. Do a full-on brain dump of everything that you need to get done. I don't care if it's like taking out the garbage and doing the laundry all the way up to a grant proposal, connecting with a certain donor, whatever it is. Um, you know, call, uh, calling X amount of clients this week for the sales call, whatever it is, do a full brain dump, get it all out and write it all down on paper. Then what I want you to do is take everything that you have and write it all down in one nice, consistent, easy sheet on the left-hand side. And on the right-hand side, I want you to be super honest with yourself about how long each one of those tasks is going to take you. Okay, so like laundry, you know, I don't know, 20 minutes getting everything you know, add it together, circled up, put it in the wash, great, and then you get to leave it alone until it's time to flip it into the dryer, right? Okay, 20 minutes for that. A grant proposal, big chunk of time, you know, so maybe kind of chunk that down, be like, well, total, you know, it's like 10 pages and I have to do X, Y, and Z things. Like, let's be really, and be conservative with all of these time estimates. So if a certain grant proposal might be, and be brutally honest with yourself, like 10 hours, write it down, break it up, but write it down. Um, you know, are you traveling for a speaking engagement? How much is that going to take? How much does that speaker proposal? What is that going to take you? Um, how much is it going to take you to batch out some of your social media posts? How much time are you going to give yourself to actually be on social media and interacting with your, your followers, your base, your clients, your whatever, be brutally honest about how long all of those things are going to take you and be generous with this time. I always like to round up just in case. Now comes the fun but more stress-inducing part. So you're going to take this list of how long every item is going to take you and go into your actual calendar. Again, I use Google Calendar, and I'm a little bit more fan of digital calendars for a reason, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But So you're going to start plugging things in, like little tiny puzzle pieces into your week. So for example, you know, if you're working a nine to five, put that in first and block off the whole time, nine to five. Um, In a non-COVID world, is there driving time? Add in those commutes. Where is your workout? Where are your meals? Block everything out. Now start taking the to-do list, right? So let's grab that grant proposal that I was talking about. Let's say that you have a month to do it. The whole thing is going to estimate take me like 10 hours to do. I'll break it up and be like, okay, realistically, if I work on a little bit every single week, you know, maybe this week I can dedicate three hours to it. This week I'm going to do two, whatever it is, and start going in and block off those times, like exactly when you're going to do grant writing. I'll look at, you know, I have six care packages that I have to get out. When am I going to build the care packages? 
When am I going to, or well, back that up. When am I going to make the blanket? When am I going to go to the store and get the things, you know, that they need? Because all of our care packages for Operation Alone are personalized to that military member. So when am I going to go to the store, get all the things that I need? When am I going to build them? When am I going to take them to the post office? I block every single bit of those steps out in my calendar. That sounds excessive. It looks crazy on the calendar, but now I know exactly when they're going to get out the door. And I know exactly on each day what I have to be doing to move closer to sending those things out. When am I actually going to break in? Oh, you know what? I have this 20 minutes now. You know, Thursday is going to be the day I do laundry because that's when I have this 20 minute window free to throw everything in the washing machine. When am I going to do some cooking, do a little bit of meal prepping. I'm not like a crazy meal prepper, but I try and get, you know, some things done in advance. Like when are all of these things happening? Break it out into your entire week because you're about to get so much more realistic with the things that you actually can accomplish. And in what time frame? Because another bad habit I always used to have too was, you know, look at the obnoxious amount of things I had to do. And then someone would ask me like, Hey, I really need this, uh, this flyer, you know, this operational loan flyer done so I can circulate. Like, when can you have this me by? And I would get really excessive and I'm like, oh, I'll have that to you by the end of day or end of day tomorrow. And then my day started getting away from me so fast because I was doing everything else. And then I didn't think about like, how long was it actually going to take me to make that flyer, type out the email, you know, send it back to her, do the whole thing, go through the proofing process if it needed to with Mackenzie. You know, and then all of a sudden it was like midnight of that end of day tomorrow. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I don't have I don't have this done. So now I could actually look at my calendar when I do this and be like, you know what? Realistically, I can have it to you by end of week. My heart wants to have it to you by end of day tomorrow or end of day today. But realistically, I can easily look at my calendar glance. But like, you know what? I'm going to have that done to you, done for you by the end of the week. It gets so much easier to say no to stuff. When you can look at your calendar and realize what are your light weeks, what are your heavy weeks, what's a week that you have nothing but running around to do, what's one that's actually pretty light and you have a lot of computer work and maybe building in a coffee walk with a friend would be really great. You know, break up that time because you have nothing but grant proposals and book proposals and speaker proposals. I don't know why I'm hooked on that word today, but you get the idea. When you can actually look at your whole week or your whole month ahead of time and exactly figure out how many deliverables are you going to get done for yourself, for your business, for your nonprofit, how many sales calls can you actually realistically make in that week? How much time do you actually block off for yourself to sleep? When are you working out? Are you doing a group workout? Are you doing some yoga at home? Are you trying a new gym? Are you heading to a spin class? Like, and what's the travel time for all of those things? And if you do those things, what time is eating up from something else that you're doing that night? When, you know, where are all these things built in? It'll make it so much more realistic for you to figure out what your weeks actually look like, where your priorities are lying, how you can have more intentional time with all of those tasks, and then just be more realistic with when you're going to hit them. And for yourself, I mean, there's no good or bad or right or wrong answer. It's just like making you feel a little less stressed out because your life is a little bit more planned out. And again, it looks nuts. People make fun of me all the time for my Google calendar because I will literally send people a Google invite for next to nothing. (laughs) But if it's going to be a planned out part of my day, 
I need to know where my time is going. And again, I get to be so much more intentional when I'm having that moment. And the other beautiful reason why I love having a digital calendar versus a paper one is that I can so easily change all of it. If I'm having kind of a down day, maybe I'm feeling a little sick, maybe something happened, I can so easily look at it, grab the thing I didn't get done that day, like, oh, did I not get that website copy written up? Cool. And we're going to bump this to Saturday because I physically won't fit anywhere else in the week. But you know what? I didn't get it done on Tuesday. So, you know, here we can bump that. How can you move things up? How can you? And the other thing, too, I really learned how low priority a few things were in my head because I, I there are certain things on my calendar that I have bumped for like six months like and I mean like week by week I keep being like oh yeah I'm gonna follow up with this uh this quick trip proposal and then I kind of went off and then it went off and then and then I was like seven months later and then finally I was like you know what it's been seven months I haven't gotten it done probably still not gonna get it done and I just deleted it but it's able to be much more fluid so that if you don't get something done if you have an off day if you get caught up you know with some family time with some friend time by all means, you're a human. I know we all have business goals, but you're a person and you get to have self-care time and love on your friends and family, hopefully responsibly in COVID. Please wear a mask. Thank you so much. It's a fluid method. And then you're not crossing things out and working with pens and then your planner just looks like a bunch of ink and just like nonsense. This method has helped me so much organize my life prioritize my life and figure out exactly where all my time is being spent and like I keep saying how to be more intentional and how easily to say no to things because sometimes I've even looked at people and they ask me for certain things now and I'm like well you know what it's going to take me like three weeks to get back to you on that or to to deliver this set and then I'm like can you wait three weeks for this and depending on how they respond I'll keep it there or they can find someone else And that's not a snub to them saying that they're not important or not loved or not whatever, but it's just so much more the reality of what's happening inside the calendar because other things like running operational alone, running my business, like doing all these other things are going to take precedent over a lot of other things, right? Because we're all trying to make money, pay rents and make an impact in the world. The last thing I'm going to say that has been such a godsend to me in literally like the last month, because this was an efficiency hack that I don't know how I've gone this long without it. It is my absolute new favorite thing. And I actually stole it from my business coach, Kylie Hodges at the Wing Woman Collective, because I always love plugging her. It's called Calendly. At least I hope that's how I pronounce it. Calendly. It is the most beautiful calendar application I've ever seen in my entire life, but for other people. Think about the amount of time that you're trying to schedule with someone that you go back and forth on the availability dance. Be like, well, I'm available Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. What about you? Oh, I only have Tuesday. Oh, well, I can do Tuesday at noon. No, I have a lunch meeting. How about at three? No, I have to do the... It was like the bane of my existence because it's so stupid to do that availability dance with people. And that just eats up so much valuable time with someone. I hate it. It's it just it's really obnoxious. And for the amount of meetings and Zoom calls and podcast interviews and all the things that I've been trying to like schedule lately, it's just bananas. So in Calendly, I can make my own like virtual calendar every single slot that I'm available. I've built in there. So 
you know, like Tuesdays, for example, I don't have anything going on. And I'm willing to take meetings all the way up until like 9 p.m. at night. So I put that there. But on Thursdays, for example, I have a biweekly own a meeting at 730. And so I'm like, okay, well, backtracking, you know, how do I do that meeting, prep for that meeting, probably have dinner, do like my my evening walk that I really enjoy so much. So when I kind of backtrack all that out, I stop taking meetings at four. So every day looks a little bit different. Things are in. And then I went in, uh, you can put different uh, time slots. So there's 15, 30, 60 minutes for podcast interviews. I like to block off two hours on my calendar for that because sometimes, you know, they're friends of mine or the interview is just going really, really well. And so like we can talk for the full two hours, maybe an hour and a half. I just like having that buffer time for myself, even though an interview usually doesn't take any longer than an hour just for chit-chatting time and for argument's sake. Again, I like to be generous and conservative with uh, how long things are going to take me. That sounded contradicting, but it's not if you think about it. Um, So I block off two hours just in case because I don't want to have a day where I'm doing so many podcast interviews back to back and then I'm cutting people off so I can do the next one. So I block off. I'm very conservative with my estimates. I do, or no, generous with my estimates, whatever. You get the idea. Um, So I give them two hours just in case. So I'm not, you know, butting people back to back to back. And then I just get to send people that link. It's amazing. Every single time someone asks me for a meeting or if I want to schedule someone with the podcast, I just send them the link and I'm like, hey, grab whatever time works for you. And that's it. And I, you can set them up so it just like it auto generates a Zoom link. It automatically populates onto my Google calendars. It is synced with my personal and my professional calendar. And then it's done. And then you don't have to do the, the back and forth availability dance. And then also, too, you can, again, block off that time. Am I giving, is it a 15 minute, like, you know, for one of my consulting clients, just trying to figure out kind of where they're at, if they want to have a full on consulting like package with me. Fantastic. Here's your 15 minutes podcast interview. Great. It's two hours. Uh, if I'm meeting from someone with the Ona team and we want to flush out a couple of different ideas, cool. I'll send them an hour invite and then it's just done. And then people just pick what's the best for them. And then it's auto-generated on your calendar. It's my favorite thing. If someone from Calendly is listening to this, please sponsor me. That would um, make my life go round. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know if I need to say like not sponsored, but I wish it was sponsored. I don't know. Uh, that's been a huge lifesaver for me because you just, you cut out that little dance and then it's auto-done and then it's beautiful. So that's my favorite productivity hack, guys. Throw away your to-do list plug it into your calendar, figure out exactly where your days and where your weeks and your months are being spent. You know where all of it's going ahead of time. Then you can say yes or no and plan out more intentional time with people. It makes me so much more productive also knowing like, hey, I gave myself a two hour window to work on this grant or I gave myself 30 minutes to knock out some email copy. And then right after that is family time or I have a call like, for example, every single Monday, I have a call with one of my best friends, Tyler. It is a standing appointment in my Google Calendar, and nothing can uh, can <laughs> deviate from that. So I know when to. So I get to be intentional with that phone call with him and have that weekly time. So I love this method. If you try it, if you put it to work, please let me know. Tag me in something. Send me a message. I don't know. I just love hearing from you guys. It makes my heart so 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 happy. Um. So please do that. 
Anyway, I hope this was helpful. I hope it was a little insight to how I also keep my world uh, going round over here. So until next time, friends, stay happy, stay efficient, and stay productive. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Make an Impact podcast. If you enjoyed yourself, would you do a little rate, review, subscribe dance? And if you really enjoyed yourself, would you share this on social media so someone else could catch the impact bug? Until next time, friends, I can't wait to see what kind of impact you make on your world.